0: Hey, what's up? This is your girl Jersey from the Bonds Over Bands podcast. You can find me on Instagram at JerseyIsNaked.
1: Or you can find me on Instagram at SlickSaltJ. Hashtag B.O.B. Podcast. Hashtag Bonds Over Bands.
0: It's episode 29 Episode 29 Yeah, welcome to the Bonds Over Bands podcast We are back It's your humble hers, Jersey And Jay And
1: we're
0: we're here to come in smoothly
1: We back We back because We we, we took a a long hiatus A little bit Of about a week
0: A one week hiatus But we back back. for y'all Yeah And we went went to come in calmly Because we know y'all a little salty with us
1: Yeah It's like we never left though
0: Yeah Get into it Get into this smooth, this smooth joint right here. Oh yeah, who this? Who, who you rocking with right now? This is uh, Shoku and Shoku and F Audio Treats, and the song is called Never Ending. So y'all need to go check that out. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's go check prop. that out because it feels good. B-O-B Welcome podcast. to the Bonds Over Bands Podcast Again, it's episode 29 It's your girl Jersey And um, we're gonna be talking about the shits
1: Yeah, we're gonna get to the shits um, I know y'all missed us A lot has happened while we were away Um, We was attending to personal shit and um, the, the news has been crazy. There's been talks of impeachments. There's the Amber Geiger situation with, uh, you know, in regards to Botham Jean. Uh, there's just a lot that's happened in this last two weeks. Um, and we didn't want to take off, but, you know, we should do.
0: Yeah, we did. We, I mean, as you all know from the last podcast, we did tell you guys that we are currently in the process of buying a home. And we had uh, no idea how much time that was actually going to take. Uh, (laughs) I I do
1: got to say, I I love our realtor. Um, Shout to
0: to Jamie. She's
1: made the process uh, relatively smooth and easy, and there's not been a lot of headaches, but uh, it it is time-consuming, you know, trying to get everything done, getting prepared for close. Uh, We're expecting to close in probably another three weeks or so. This is the
0: funniest thing ever about this house, guys. So as we—I don't think we even told you— what the process? What our process has been so thus far. But another funny thing is
1: when you tell people that you're buying a multifamily, When you tell black people, they're like, "Oh, I, right, I see you." Yo,
0: they be so excited make and that, it, make and that, it, that money, young king. And it don't even be like they know you. They just be so excited. And it's like it's such a a different level there's, there's, of respect that comes com- with there's that. A, there's a community here. Yeah, it really is. But let let me. Um, I know y'all don't really care about our life, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. So, they, um, chef, what they care. As much about our lives as we care about theirs. And okay, we do. that I do care about their lives, but I don't know if it's necessarily reciprocated. I but, believe it is. I mean, I'm going to tell like, you anyway. I'd
1: like to live there. That okay. it's reciprocated. That they love us, we love them. <laughs> it's one big loving circle. <laughs> so we're just in not a like love fuck circle. But we're, like not, a we're not. We're not in a
0: shit show. Huh? We're not in a shit show. People no. love us here. Okay, yeah. so well right, continue. Um, let me just tell you quickly before we jump into our subjects, which is not a lot. I mean, because we do, we fairly want to keep it light here. You know, um, we don't want like to get too heavy. We're not like a politics podcast, but we we definitely want to tell y'all what, what's going on in the world. Or and um, but let's th- tell th- you what's going through, on in, through our uh, lens. And and uh, yeah, through our lens. Let's tell you what's going on in our world first. So we found this house out in Raleigh, um, in North Carolina. Y'all know that we're out here now. Uh, I don't know for how long because Jay Jay and I are like, (laughs) never mind. So listen, but we're here now.
1: We we got the skates.
0: Yeah, like we'll put on skates in a second. Like we don't mind moving. But we're here now and we're trying to put down roots and settle. And um, we found this house. Well, actually, I found the house. And Jamie was the realtor on the house and this is when we first started our house search and I was like why don't we be, just be cool just to see what's out there like we don't necessarily gotta buy anything let's just see what's out there so mm-hmm. Jay was like alright let's go see this house so we went to go see this duplex that kind of was reminiscent of the house I grew up I'm in i will call it a because it was, was it was boo boo shit was trash but it kind of like from the outside was kind of like a house I had grew up in so I was like oh this might be cool so we go and see it and we meet Jamie and uh, Jamie my first impression of her it was like she just did not take any shit like she walked through the crib like she was buying it herself and how she took ownership of the situation and it didn't she never felt like car salesman-y like trying to like get over you greasy kind of thing so it was just like a really cool experience and um she knew that what I was looking for wasn't that, so she came. I also respected that she came prepared. Now this is not; she didn't sponsor the show, but I'm just telling you, if you in the Raleigh area and you want a good realtor, she's she's super dope. But she came to the to this to the table with this house that we put this bid on. And she was like, I know you guys are not looking for this duplex, but y'all are really looking for a four family. And I think I got something for you. So we looked at it and we instantly fell in love with it. We was like, yeah, that's it. We want, we want that. We want in on that. Like we need to be, we need a seat at the table for that joint. And she was like, all right, so around your birthday, we're gonna go and see it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't on the market or nothing like that It wasn't, that. yeah It was it, like It, it was, was like one of those You uh-huh. know, backdoor Yeah realtor to another realtor You know what I mean? Maybe a flavor called then Yeah You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how all of that works I
0: don't know how, she, how it went but, down uh, either Because it wasn't even
1: house, online Yeah, the house never touched the market
0: At all So she was like, yo, I'm going to try I'm going to get you in here And we're going to try to um, You know, see this And see if it's something you like So the one that we really, really liked It was a white one And uh, we was like, yeah We want this one We want this one and then, dude took it off the market. We were violated. Well, he, yeah, he decided not to go to market He said, like, yeah, I'm not selling this anymore. And then the other one, because he owned two. And the other one, he was like, he kept that on market. He was trying to take them both off. But somebody had already went into contract with him. And we like, so what's up with the other one? She was like, yo, it's under contract. But she was like, this is what I think we should do. Let's throw in our clean backup offer. So we threw in a clean backup offer. And we was know, like, I don't
1: know if they know what clean is, but clean just means okay, like there's we, not we, a lot of contingencies, not a lot of requirements. Yeah, like, or, you know, or we, we like, got cash. We yeah, we trying to buy. Yeah, we, we trying know, to we buy money, this. What's up?
0: Yeah, we we want this. Mm. So the the we, buyers. In case
1: your other bitch ain't working out, we here.
0: Yeah, we was like the side nigga, like yeah. on the low. Yeah. So and um, when we had to wait though, so like we had this out here and we while we waiting. Um, we were still looking at and entertaining other properties, you know, like, like people should do in relationships. They should go and look out. For other properties, like see, in see, a relationship loosely based, not not a monogamous one, but you know you don't know what's really up with that nigga, you know. So see, you go see, always, see what's see what's up, see what's in the market, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See see who got air conditioned that see kind of thing, it, what for you know, me. like right? Like what's the foundation like? You know, has those joints those joists been eaten by termites? That kind of thing. What? I'm yeah. not
1: getting your correlation
0: here. You don't need to, but listen. Uh, so we uh, <laughs> we were we were waiting, and the waiting sucked. That part, like, I could have done without. And then finally, those people just walked away. And at first, we were like, why the fuck would they walk away from this shit? Like, what's going on with this house? So, like, we was, like, kind of in our feelings, like, yo, should we walk away from this house? Like, why would somebody walk away from this house? So, we go and look at it, and we love it. And then these people prior to us got, like, this full inspection report. So, we buy it from them. We look at the inspection report, and it wasn't really that bad. Yeah. Right.
1: Like it read. It read than it than it, it than it really was. Read. Yeah. Like, uh, is, a lot of this is bullshit. A yes. Lot of this is easy fixes. Right. Um. There was a few things that were like you know appliance related. We're like, yo, we could just get a home warranty on it, and they'll cover that shit when it go down.
0: Yeah, but you know what I respected about that that company who did the inspection, they were super thorough. Oh yeah. Like they looked at everything. So we we went down there, and um, you know our our um. Our our um, offer was accepted And now we're in our due diligence process And um, a lot of things are moving very quickly at this point Because we plan to close in November But the funnier thing about this Because I'm all about energy Which I think we've, we've talked about in previous podcasts Is that everything I feel I do in my life is interconnected in some way That's a fact So... When I found this, when I found, not this house, but when I found the initial house, the relative's name is Jamie. And instantly I was like, yo, she going to be the person. It's her. I ain't even meet her yet. And I was like, it's going to be her. And then after we met her, she, she brought us exactly what it was we was looking for. Like usually people's house journeys are at least everything I was reading at that point was like six months like you have to be patient, you know, kind of wait it out. You may not find what you're looking for right away. And then come to find out we find we get this place, we put a backup offer on it. And I had been saying we have rolled past this house a, a bunch of times and I was like, "Yo, we're going to live here." That's all I kept saying, "We're going to live here." And then somebody had put the offer in before us and was like, "Fuck, what if we lose this house?" I was like, "No, we're going to live here. We're going to take it. That's going to be our house. We're going to live there." And then our closing date is the date that my son was supposed to be born So I feel like all of this stuff Means something There's some greater There's some greater thing That I'm supposed to be doing with this place And then the people who are living there now I'm not saying they're being treated the best But I feel like there's something I'm meant to do And it was it was something I was meant to be a part of And it felt really really good to know that Um is it a little sad that I can't bring my son with me? Yeah, it's very sad. Of course. Um, I thought that any time I would buy something, me, Jameson, and him would be together in that um, movement. But I kind of feel like he's still with us anyway. Mm. He's coming with us anyway because he, you know, he's that energy that around us that we just can't touch all the time. Um, and uh, so... And also, it's October, which is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So if you know anyone, have friends, please reach out to them, show them love, hugs, stop by. You don't have to bring it up, but, you know, just, just show them that you care. It's a little extra care, you know, that's, that's all. Yeah. Um, but our house journey is, is moving, you know, uh, swiftly and professionally, and uh, we're, we're really excited.
1: And, um, just to, to give you a little extra, extra gem. This is not a, a housing, uh, podcast. No, we're it's not, not. We're not here to give you all of the gems. Um, if that's something that you're interested in, there's a lot of people out there that are doing really, really good work. Um, the Earn Your Leisure podcast that took a couple of brothers out of New Jersey, um, really are about, you know, financial empowerment and, you know, giving, giving out that free game to the community and, and, and teaching and reaching people. That's not us.
0: No, we don't, we you, don't you, have
1: you, all you, of you it. Know, you know what we're here for.
0: Right. But- but if we do know something and you want to ask a question, we we do not mind sharing.
1: Well, I was going to tell people about um, there's a program called NACA, N-A-C-A. And uh, unfortunately, that's not the program we're in because uh, we already found a house that we wanted. Really short runway. We, we could not get into the NACA program. But it's really, really dope for first-time home buyers to go through NACA. Um, NACA will give you a house with no down payment, um, no closing costs, none of that. All of that stuff is kind of wrapped into into the deal that they're offering. Uh, so anybody that um, is looking to buy a house and, you know, maybe your credit's not so great and so on and so forth, they actually will help you out, I think, with as low as a 580 or 600 credit score. Yeah. Um, so you can jump right into the NACA program. And, you know, get yourself a house For real Get yourself, you know, a, a most family like we're doing Two family, three family, four family, whatever Right, and just, I don't think it goes past four No, nah, it doesn't go past four But, um, yeah, you just jump in a program like that and get you a house Get, get your family a house Get your wife a house Get your mother a house <laughs> Get somebody a house Yeah, get like, a house Like, build up that wealth Like, stop paying your own rent by yourself Yeah, let's, let's do this um, So, anyway, off of that uh, like I said, there's a lot of good resources out there. Um, Landlord Twitter is lit. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a part of Landlord Twitter. I can't wait to be in the Landlord Twitter gang. <laughs> I can throw up my, my my property on there, my doors. Yeah. Talk my shit.
0: That's right. And I mean, at this point, too. Um, I think the part that I'm most excited about, it, even you know, even though we're talking about like the monetary gain of it, the part that excites me the most about this actual Experience Experience is that I remember Me and Jay have been together At this point now For 12 years now 11 years 11 11, We've been together since uh, Since 08 Right Mm -hmm. So it's 2019 So 11 years We've been together for 11 years And we knew
1: 11 going on forever
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes forever 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 All right Yeah, where's Cardi? Where's Cardi? Forever. Uh, We talked about this. Mm -hmm. Like this was one of the things we talked about early on. Like, yeah, we're gonna own property together. We're gonna own a four family together. We're gonna do this. And to be sitting in the position now to say this was one of the things we said we were gonna do and Mm -hmm. to be doing it. Is just now hopefully it doesn't take us you know of course there was a marriage in between there you know get married mm. moving around the country all this kind of stuff you World. know out of the country all types of things I, it, I promise you it won't take another 11 years to do the next house but just to even be patient enough with each other to go through this experience with one another and to actually fulfill a, a goal not just individually but jointly is just like such a great thing
1: yeah it's something that's been on our our vision board uh for a little while i don't know how many of y'all keep a vision board but it's it's really dope to like create that vision board and then just go back to it every so often every couple of months every year and just see the things that you envisioned and that you manifested and that you you saw with your mind um come to fruition in reality in real life super dope Um, yes it's, it's it's a great way to like kind of benchmark yourself like yeah I said I was going to do it did it
0: watch us in 5 years yeah it's going to yeah. be great all right so let's get let's into let's start
1: the episode yeah
0: so i mean cuz people like updates you yeah. like life updates and there you go yeah so we're going to talk about about five different subjects so, let's get into the ones that's not going to take as much time. So, as you guys know, what is Young M.A.'s project called? What's her new project? Her- Herstory. Herstory. Okay. So, Young M.A. We got to
1: come on here and and, and talk about Young M.A. Yeah, we I, do. I, I, I love Young M.A.
0: I mean, I like her, too. I'm a fan. I like her, too. But um, we're going to talk She's about Young M.A.'s. Finish. Young M.A. has a new <laughs> has a new body of workout called Herstory. Um, it's about 21 tracks. And uh, on our way to the home show yesterday, we were listening to... I think we got to maybe... We got to like 15 of them. I mm-hmm. think so. And I'm going to... In my honest opinion, the vibe of... From what I heard, I think it was 1 through 15. So I had about seven songs left. But I think 14 or 15 songs can kind of say... You can kind of say what the vibe was throughout the record. So... Um, I definitely got like a more like chill vibe. Like she was trying to give me some Drake, you know, Drake, but kind of more like hard street Drake, mm-hmm. you know, like, let me, let me make this song cry kind of thing. It was very mellow. There wasn't any, um, you know, like any bangers, you know, like, Oh, this shit go hard. Like this is setting the tone for the album. I'm
1: I'm not really going to speak on this because I, I just gave it the one listen, well, I, I just said that. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this is off first, like, but see, first first listens are just as important as second listens, because the first listen will dictate whether you how fast you go back for that second.
1: Her intro was fire. Like she barred that intro intro down. Um, the intro intro was a vibe. Um, the rest of it, like I was, you know, it was like I was driving. I wasn't really like locked in. You know, we we were having a little bit of conversation. It was more like part. background. Yeah, but there was there was nothing that i heard on this one first listen um that that grabbed my attention that that said yo you gotta turn me up you gotta you gotta hear me um so i think that's what you're talking about like you're looking for.
0: well i'm always i i I look for what defines an album Mm -hmm. as far as what the record was like when i think about rick ross's album i think about which one the 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 one that just came out Mm -hmm. um Port of Miami 2 When I think about Port of Miami 2 I say What record on Port of Miami 2 Was like really the Like the standout Record Right yeah. And he had a few But I think it would In my opinion I know some people Might say it was The Wale record But I definitely think It was the Meek Mill record That mm. was the standout But my favorite record Like the, the record Like I always go back to is big time with him and Swiss Beats. I always
1: go the single, that the single,
0: yes, for the single. Like I always go back to Big Time mm-hmm. and Summer Rain with Summer Walker. I yeah, always I go, go back fight. to those two. Yeah, like but there wasn't anything that I heard, and that was off of the first. I was like, oh, this is this is it. But yeah. I I didn't. Um, and and don't get me wrong, like I don't necessarily think that Rick Ross is like the one to bar you down. It's just like there's certain music that just fits um, people, fits his voice.
1: People, people underestimate his ability to bar you down. I, I like I don't think he's you know he he's not in the tradition of a, a hove or you no. know, like like the people that are more lyrical. No. Uh, but he's got he got lyrics. No, got, I'm not got, saying he yeah. doesn't.
0: I'm just saying he's just not gonna. Don't expect that. Yeah, but it's still good. Like I, he I, knows. I think what Rick Ross, the reason, the key to the the, the key to Rick Ross's, longevity in the game thus far has been he is aware of what like sonically sounds good with his voice he knows what's gonna make you want to listen more
1: yeah he he's a carpenter and he does carpentry
0: yes he knows he's like oh this is definitely don't ask him
1: about plumbing
0: no don't ask him about electricity don't rick ross is a carpenter that's right i do wood yeah that's it pause but I'm just saying like he knows like but a lot of a lot of artists don't know like like what is their sound yeah it's, it's weird like
1: sonically that's, that's, that's weird for me because as I imagine many people as artists they want to explore their craft and they want to develop their craft and they want to like test the limits and you know experiment with different sounds and different melodies and and it feels like um, Ross is more like I am who I am. Mm-hmm. This is the type of music that I enjoy putting out. That I put out, mm-hmm. um, and this is what works for me. I I think that he's had projects where he's tried to experiment. Like for example, uh, a few years ago, he put out a project called Black Black Market. I think it was called, mm-hmm. and you know, it was all about like black wealth and financial empowerment, and really, really, really dope project. When you get into it lyrically and bar for bar, right? Um, but definitely did not have the impact that Port of Miami Two had. Um, what was the album before Port of Miami Two? I can't remember. God forgives I don't. Oh yeah,
0: God forgives I don't. Right.
1: It was. It was. A, it was and a that cu- was
0: with Pineapples, diced no, pineapples. Was, that was a couple
1: before. I forget with the with the last. That
0: wasn't with Dice pineapples. You sure? No, God, God forgives I don't is Dice Pineapple but I'm saying there's another okay that's what I said I thought that was with Dice, that had Dice Pineapples on it but anyway Young and um, what I heard thus far like I'm always listening to like how she sounds sonically with the with the production mm-hmm. and I'm also listening to the content so her content to me said it was like a lot of like she was going through and I believe it, this was about her girlfriend because you know she had a girlfriend Troy, and
1: Troy Bricks, right
0: I don't know the girl's name I just know she had one and it was going strong for a minute like they was on the blogs and everything and then all of a sudden they broke up mm-hmm. and I feel like her album kind of is the soundtrack to either what was happening for the breakup or the soundtrack of what has transpired after because she was talking a lot about you know how her and this woman would fight and how, you know, they were using sex as a tool to remedy, which mm-hmm. everybody should not. I mean, we've talked about that plenty of times here on the podcast. Sex does not cure or solve... Sex or babies do not solve communicational ba- breakdowns. No. They don't. They just put them in a waiting area. Yeah. That's what they do.
1: Um, The, the album I was thinking of was Rather You Than Me. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that was the one right before Port of Miami, too.
0: And then she was also talking... A lot of her content was about either how... Much flyer she was than uh, than other niggas taking other niggas bitches and then when she do get the bitch she, it don't work out it was just like a whole bunch of dysfunctional relationships mm-hmm. over m- melancholy beats for at least the first fifteen um, r- the tracks. first fifteen tracks did now
1: you, did you listen to um, to Summer Walker's new project I, I no but I heard over
0: it I heard some over it and I was here for it. Okay. And I know why it's over it because also Summer Walker just went through a breakup as well. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of this music is coming from some source of pain or place of pain. So, you know, I, which I can respect that too because it doesn't always have to be like, you know, oh, I want to dance when it comes down to your song. Like, and it still be like moving or like, yo, this shit is this shit is hard. There's, but, a,
1: there's a couple of projects that I'm like waiting on and I'm tuned in for. And I, I, I think... Um, most of them, to your point, are like kind of like around really dope songwriters, and I think that really dope songwriters are spawned from, you know, like pain, mm-hmm. like adversity, trials, tribulation. Uh, I'm waiting on Scissor. Right. I, I hope Scissor's coming soon. Um, I hope uh Adele is coming soon. Not like with all of the shit that she's been going through. I think that I don't know how old is Adele now. She's never the same age as her actual project. No,
0: she. I think Adele is in her top of her thirties.
1: Okay, her last project was what twenty five.
0: I think twenty seven. So. Yeah,
1: somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to hear thirty and, and hear the growth and hear you know the the, the additional adversities. Um, for me, my thirties have been like the best decade of my life thus far. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm, I'm interested to hear her interpretation of that. Right. Um. On the subject of TDE, SZA has new music. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I, I guess what's interesting about all of it to me is when you look at artists like SZA, you look at um, artists like uh, Ari Lennox, you look at you know all of the work that that these new creatives are doing. Right. Uh, it's really really different because for a long time you had. A and R's that were heavily involved in the art of producing a record.
0: Right? People. Right, because now they don't have to like that that is kind of an archaic even an archaic thought because now these newer artists are their own AR. They're developing yeah. themselves. Which is a gift and a curse because there's some good parts about that artist development, giving them time to work out the kinks and really develop them. And then, you know, opposed to Being just kind
1: studio of studio with them doing
0: the let's see what sticks. Yeah, you know, as a,
1: but I am gonna say trying I, it out in the public. I, I feel like the way that R and B is shifting now is like artists are being given that runway again. They're be given they're given that time to work on their music, perfect their craft, hone it. Especially like you know TDE, the, the job that they're doing over there, uh, the job that they're doing at, at J. Cole's label, uh, at, at Dream Dreamville. You know they're cultivating and pouring and, and molding these uh, these this next wave of talent uh, to really give us the music that we
0: love. Right. And I, I'm, I'm here for it, so I'm excited about Scissors project. No, I didn't like Young and May's project. Um, I will go back and listen to it again. Thus far, I don't like it, so as of now, I don't like it because I just feel like it's, I don't know, I just, I didn't, I thought from all of the hype that was around it that it was just going to be something different, and maybe because, maybe I shouldn't have been off the hype beast, but, you know, it just didn't give me what, i thought i was gonna get but i'm mm-hmm. gonna listen to it again but nine times out of ten i'm sure my sentiment won't be different
1: so um I, I, I really didn't get a chance to um i mean we listened to it in the car but i was kind of like busy driving and talking and, yeah and see i, I had
0: like, the time to focus because yeah. i wasn't really doing anything but yeah, you weren't listening
1: a, to me at all you were like oh, the fuck you
0: but you wasn't about? even talking let's,
1: let's see what young and May hitting for You wasn't
0: even talking, nigga. Like, what the fuck is you talking about right now? All right. You wasn't even talking. Anyway, on to the next thing. So you want to um, talk about, sir? Yeah. So since we're
1: on the subject of of TV, TV,
0: right? So sir, sir's new music is doing really well. Um, even though some of these songs are pretty old, like I was saying, you know, but people are starting to under it's picking up steam now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of to be I kind of find his music to be a little bit um, as far as how people are now digesting it now. Like how with Lizzo and how Lizzo had all this music out and now everybody's starting to get it and how they love it now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like well, this so, slow, so new
1: project is new.
0: So it's like this slow climb. Yeah, Um, I think his project is really good. I just thought I, I watched a couple of his videos last night. And I had never seen him before. I just had heard the music, and I was like, "What does this guy even look like?" So when I found the videos, I was like, "Oh, that that ne- didn't necessarily match what I thought I was going to get." Like he, he sings-
1: "He's not your R and B esthetic
0: No, I thought, no, 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 that is not it. I I thought like the way the way he croons, I was like, he it sounds like a light skinned dude. I was thinking, <laughs> I thought it was a light skin dude. That's so problematic. When, so that, no, it, the way he sounded, yeah, I'm no. not. I'm like, i like, oh, this is going to be a light skin guy. This is what I was thinking, and I was like, when I got love to him, party next door, right? Like, week, or or like aesthetic. the weekend or something. I was like, okay, he's gonna be some weird dude, like party next door or Daniel like
1: Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar is pretty, but, but pretty Daniel
0: light. Caesar doesn't even match his voice either. Like, I don't know who he, like, I don't know what he's supposed to look like. But I just thought that sir was gonna be like this super young, skinny kid who was like light skin with this weird hair. That's what I thought he was gonna be. Okay. And then when I saw him, I was like, yo, this nigga kind of look like an older, like, Anthony Hamilton giving us, like, you know, Anthony Hamilton had, like, locks. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm with it. But then I had saw, you told me I need to go watch his interview, but I saw some of it um, after that, after I watched the the few videos I watched. And I was like, this is so interesting because this guy makes his music about like fucking women and shit and I mean and not say that it's not possible as a writer like because I write myself I can write about anything but I was like it's just so like the the visuals he creates in the situational uh, wordplay that he uses as a married man is kind of like wow who needs to cheat when you can just write a song you know and then I'm wait, like wait,
1: wait, wait. What, what does that mean because it's
0: like you can like you can get out like so let's say if that was a thought you were having right uh-huh. you were having these desires and now you have a place that is held To release it, and I'm not saying people who go outside of their marriage is not healthy because everybody has other relationships, rules, boundaries, etc. So don't even go there, shut up. I'm saying, like, if you were in like this traditional relationship, not to say that he's in a traditional relationship, but okay, so we're in a traditional relationship, but let's say I had desires to like have threesomes with guys, I don't know, I could write that shit down, and it may be a way for me to release it without like. I don't know, causing like immense pain to you.
1: <laughs> you don't think that that like, and I mean, I'm I'm not I'm I'm creative, but I'm not a creative in the sense that you are. Uh-huh. Um, but you don't think that that writing that down or singing about it or or like kind of engaging in that level of fantasy adds fuel to the fire? No, no. you you believe that that's like cutting it's, it off and releasing it?
0: Well, you know what? But that's the way I do it. Okay. Okay, because like, all right, so for instance, like when I have something that's bothering me, and, and I don't necessarily say bothering me because I think that's the wrong word. Something that may be like like on my mind heavily. Mm-hmm. I need to write it. I've always been this way since I was a kid. I need to write it down, whether right, wrong, or in between. And once I write it down, it's like I'm having this conversation with everyone That no one can stop me From saying what it is I need to say And it's the most clear I've ever been But it doesn't mean Even if the the, the writing is angry Even if the writing is sexual Even if the the writing is sad or depressive It, it doesn't mean that Because what I wrote Is what I'm going to act upon It just means I needed to release it mm-hmm. So I can think clearly Because these are the things that are clouding me So, But that's how I Facilitate and process I don't know if that's the way he facilitates Mm. and process But as a person who is writing these songs And a creative, I'm like, wow So like, you know, if I couldn't have sex with other women Like, like, what what would a guy be like Who wanted to be Like, in these Sexual, high-charge situations Like, what would that guy be like? And then the writer in you Takes over and starts to incorporate What you think that Mm. would be even if you or, even envy, I mean, envy even if you envy the character you create.
1: Yeah. But I mean but the other part about that is like he's not he's not been married his entire life. I don't, I don't know how long he's been married. Yeah, I don't know how long and, he's been married. You either. know, like I'm sure he had a life before he got All married. All of you
0: men have a life before ha, you got married. Life. Well, I mean some you know what, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in the most positive way. And I feel like guys should guys and women, you guys should go out there and make stories we all do not like but uh, you should yeah i I, I really feel like you should because i feel like when you're able to go out there and really find yourself and have those mishaps or and it doesn't all mean sexual either i mean some of it may be sexual but it doesn't all have to be sexual but i feel like you have to do stuff that is self-serving you have to go out there and find you go to the buffet And and, and be on your bullshit do things that like you're like oh man that was crazy but like so fun, like, do that, and then once you do find yourself partnered and you're in a relationship, it's like, yo, uh, you could think back finally on that and be like, yeah, I did that, but it's so good here,
1: yeah,
0: like, it's so you, you, good you here. Can,
1: you can love unconditionally without reserve, without regret, yeah. without remorse, because he's like, like, man, I'm never gonna
0: do anything,
1: yeah,
0: you're gonna be back
1: <laughs> every time I
0: turn around, I see you. <laughs> Why are you always here? You know, people I, I, do that,
1: I, I, I thought it was, um. Like the imagery of it, and I think I listened to him on um, Joe Button's podcast. When he
0: that song "Why I Love You" was like really interesting because it's like I don't know when he wrote it. He could have wrote it before he got married. Yeah, maybe you know. Think and so. everyone's relationship for a while. But I'm just saying, you don't know. He could be writing these songs from the duration. You know what I'm but, saying? But what's because you can draw it, on anything.
1: What's funny about it is that he records at home, and you know, obviously he's married, <laughs> so he lives with his wife. So I, like I'm just imagining, like. Being in the living room recording with your wife Like in the kitchen or you know in the dining room And you're like
0: Well isn't that you? Doesn't it feel like (laughs) He's like I just fuck you and leave He's like wait a minute bitch Who are you What? Nigga what? (laughs) Who are you fucking and leaving? I just sit on it and leave Wait a minute You don't sit on it Sit on what? (laughs) Who's sitting on what bitch? Who what bitch is sitting on you nigga? No like I mean but I think I think That's why I said I think it takes a certain kind of person To be married to a creative
1: that's true. That's
0: I don't true. think I don't think anybody else could be married to me. That's why when when my mom like when I said if you die, I said I'm never doing this shit again. Because I just don't think that there's anybody else in the world who you could you underst- definitely
1: need to be with somebody that understands you. Yeah, you and that goes like that goes for like whatever your personality is. Whether you're somebody that's creative, whether you're somebody that's deeply analytical.
0: But like, like there's who, a-
1: no matter who you are, you're gonna get on somebody's nerves if they don't fuck with you.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, I think there's something about you specifically mm-hmm. that allows me to be my complete self. I don't think that, like, okay, so. I, I was talking to—and we're going to get into the other subjects, but we haven't been on here for a while, so there's a there's a lot of um, things oh, we need shit. to touch. Mm-hmm. So I was on Facebook, and I'm in this all ladies room, and one of the girls was like, is anybody friends with their ex? And how does your boyfriend or your husband feel about it? Mm-hmm. I've been friends with my ex since, I don't know— Shit, High school. Yes, yeah, I mean since <laughs> our high school. But like I'm just saying the duration, like the the, the amount of time this person's been in my life mm-hmm. has been since high school, and I met my husband in oh well oh seven really. I've I've known you. Oh my god, Jay, I've known you since oh seven. Okay, so winter of oh seven, me and Jay started dating and going out. Summer of 08. and but I had this whole life, mm-hmm. you know, and I. I'm still cool with him. Like, I don't have a problem with him. Does he live here? No, he lives far. But I don't. And I've even spoken about him on this podcast. And I explained that. And and most of the women was like, oh, no, my husband is not going for that. No, no, no. He won't let me. And then, like, you know, certain things I may wear or or just things I might do, you know. But I and I'm going to bring this back full circle. Like my ex always says that I'm a wild. He calls me a wild heart or a wild spirit. He's like, you can't. No one can box you like you can't be tight like you nobody can tell you what to do like and I was like what do you mean you tell me what to do like what like I can't like admit and at first I didn't understand that and it made me pissed off I was like yo this thing call me wild you what the fuck's wrong with him like I'm just out here like out here on full savage mode like yo don't do that. but I understood it it was like my I get it now like after I was mad about it I got it I told him I was like nigga you don't know, know me shit bitch like you know I was off that And I was like wait a minute no maybe that's why it didn't work out because I'm a, I'm a certain type of individual where I need to be myself at all costs, mm-hmm. and people a lot of times in relationships and sacrifice I, and, themselves. And,
1: and I personally have no interest in controlling you or restricting you or right the idea.
0: restriction part. Like yeah. that's why I'm like it's like you're, you're you you're you're ill. Like that's I'm it, gonna do it. shit, that's but it. I didn't. I didn't. But I was offended by you be, it. You be asking me sometimes,
1: like, yo, you just let me go off with this shit, like you just do some crazy shit in the house. I'm like, no, like you doing you, like enjoy. I'm, over, like, I'm over here doing me. Like, it ain't like you what? you running up on me, like oh oh you still watching fucking Full Metal Alchemist, you fucking nerd. Like, <laughs> Like yes, I'm still like yes, I'm I'm here watching well, Full Metal Alchemist, well, being my best self.
0: To, well to be clear, sometimes I will do get in front of the TV and I'll just start shaking my naked breast and saying, Hey, don't you wanna be around me? And he's it don't work, ladies. If full metal alchemist is on, there's nothing you can do with these anime bitches. There's nothing. You can <laughs> oh, have my fun. anime bitch now? No, or? I'm talking about these anime bitches on the TV. <laughs> You can have full on tits. And I got great tits. And and I was sitting there like, hey, what's up, baby? And he was like, babe, I can't read the subtitles if you're doing that.
1: Yeah, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> I don't.
0: He was like, "It's you look great. You look yeah. great. But, babe, I can't well, read. No, I was
1: like, itidakimasu. Konnichiwa. Nanda. Nanda. Nando. Yeah. Nandan.
0: Yeah, what's the, yeah, but, the,
1: the, but those are all the same. But I'm basically. just trying to tell like you, what, if your man is watching where, Full
0: Metal who? Alchemist and you got your titties out, it doesn't matter because Full Metal Alchemist is on. But I'm I'm saying that to say that you should be with somebody who who's who allows you to be your full self. Yeah, and 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 I didn't understand that that. That that was what that encompassed. Like you are wild hearted. And like you.
1: Make oftentimes, free. Um, people get into relationships where they're not able to be them full selves, and and it's because they don't. They're not their full selves from the rip, right? We, we I think we might have talked about that in the podcast yeah, like they before. send the
0: send the representative. Yeah,
1: um, if we haven't talked about it in the podcast, like this is a common theme that Tiffany, and I have talked about our entire all lives the together, time. Is you know, like a lot of people when they first. Get into a relationship where they engage with each other, they're sending a representative. They're yeah, sending like you're this, not being them. This fake motherfucker to, who to is the, not the real to the them. De-
0: well, actually, no, it is. It's a lighter, it's like I call it decaf. It's the decaf version of not, who you are.
1: Sometimes it's, it's a totally different motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, yo, who the fuck are you right now? Like, like your people that love you would not recognize you. In but those I feel moments.
0: like, but I feel like a lot of times that is more on the female end because. It's, and it, I, and it's, it's dudes but too. I'm not saying guys don't do it, but I but think like it's more the on rip, the. Fe- I
1: shit with the door open. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I, I got that motherfucker <laughs> wide open. I'm shitting with the door open. Like, love me or leave me.
0: Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, yes. guys, li- listen.
1: Listen. Love me or leave
0: me. But, the, but, but the, the, the setup for you and I was different because yes. when I was, was when I baby? when we were friends, we were friends. Yeah. So, like, what do you need to be cool? Like, what do you need to be cool around me for? Like, you could be. Where was the pressure? There was some, never any pressure. Some people
1: ain't gonna shit with the door open in front of their friends.
0: I, mean, I don't care. Like, okay, so be, to be clear, we we were already on like a, like a, like, he didn't do that when I first.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. He lies. He did not do that when he first met me. He, what, what happened, what happened, <laughs> yo, I can't, yo, no, he did not do that when we first. I'm just saying,
1: something. I was, I've been me and I am authentic to who I am. And right. yes, who I am has changed over time, right? Yes, it Like, has. we grow and we develop, and I'm I'm not, clearly I'm not who the fuck I was at 27 years old. Like, oh, that would man. be. Oh, man, you were a train wreck. Yeah, that would be crazy. At 27? No, if I was a train Yeah, I guess, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I, like, that's, that's not what we're talking like,
0: about. Like, if I didn't come into your life, oh my God, you would what be, like, different. What we're talking about
1: is that who I was at 27 was my authentic self, who I was at Thirty-seven was my authentic self, and who I am now is like who I I genuinely and truly am. Yes, and it is.
0: You've always you, been you. The and whole you time. Celebrate
1: that, and you you love that, and you cherish it, and I, I do likewise.
0: Yeah, you do, and and but like, you also have to have that. You also have to have an individual that creates that safe space mm. for you to feel like there isn't going to be some sort of backlash for you being yourself, because I know like growing up. You know, when you, when you, as a female specifically, and going out on dates, you didn't want to seem like you was being too greedy. You didn't want to seem like you was being loud. Like you kind of had these like ideas of what you thought a guy liked. So you felt like you had to find a way to fit your personality into this situation so you don't look a fool. But none of that really matters anyway. But let's so to 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 pivot to to pivot back. I, w- I found it interesting, talking about Sir, I found it interesting of like, okay, so how are they going to market this this guy because he is married and not that he's the first married guy to, to sing R&B music, but how are they going to market this guy in this climate as a married man and kind of make him this sexual object and still remain respectful to his personal life? Mm-hmm. But then you had answered that. You said that he said, you know, they kind of keep things separate. separate. Yeah. And I had watched his, a few his of his... wife
1: is gorgeous. Like, I, I saw a couple of pictures of them together. Like, they are a beautiful, they're cute. beautiful couple. Yeah. yeah, they're cute. From what we see on the outside, like, they're we, cute. Don't, we don't know what the... We're cute. Yeah, we don't know how the sausage is made.
0: We don't need to know how the sausage is made. No, like, first of all, that's way less interesting. Like, nobody yeah. needs to know how the sausage is made.
1: Okay. Because, like, I'm the way it, they're
0: making sausage may not work for you.
1: I'm just saying, it, it, they look great. They look like a, a beautiful couple. Yeah. And, like, to your point, like, that reminds me of... I guess very early on in our dating life is like you know I was this semi-successful club promoter in New Jersey and I I think at that point in my life but like I I envisioned or I I believed that my public persona directly correlated to the success of my business Mm -hmm. right and the same for you it's like you know Jersey all the time would like kind of You know, flirt a little bit with guys, get guys to come out to the parties, you know, let them buy her drinks, so on and so forth. And like for me, it was the same thing. It's like I I had to I felt that I had to engage with the public in such a way that would, you know, I would be desirable as a man. And at the same time, it's like, no, I really just want you to come pay ten dollars at my door and and, and come enjoy the party.
0: Which is which is funny, because like it's funny. It was funny to see Jay in those spaces because Jay is super introverted. So I'm to have super. So to have Jay as super? a party as a party promoter and he's super, super? introvert. I am way more extroverted than you.
1: That doesn't make me super, just like, because you're way more like you're, you're, like you're super. You're super, you're super Jay, extroverted. You, you are
0: like I am. Yes.
1: I am. And I'm mildly introverted.
0: No. <laughs> Jay, you Jay's, Jay's ideal. Jay's ideal of a of a great evening. Would be a nice long bubble bath accompanied by a really cool book or Full Metal Alchemist. When's the last
1: time I took a bubble bath.
0: The reason why you're not doing it now is because you don't have the the type of tub that you used to have. Back when we lived in Emirates, Jay used to take baths at least twice a week, on, with, That's under not true under candlelight. By the Probably way, once a month under candlelight, once and he and Jay had special my, Jay my had special salts for his bath time. Right, Say you true. don't have such special salts, Jay. I just said that part's true. Okay, and he still has special salts. Well, that does not make me a and super turns, introvert. And he turns the lights off, and he puts on R and B music.
1: See, I, I feel like um, introverts in general <laughs> get a bad reputation. Who we said? Bad, who said it was bad? No, we get a bad we get a bad reputation because people feel like we're like socially awkward and we don't get along with people and we don't know. How to I don't think to that people. is true. But that's how many people perceive like somebody that's introverted. Well, I'm
0: talking about me. I don't think that's true. I just think that you would prefer. It's just funny to see you. Usually people, like, and this is a generalization, but usually people who are super introverted would rather be in a space where it's not a lot of people or where they don't have to interact or express. Or expend so much energy to make sure that everyone is comfortable. And to see you in that type of environment is crazy because at home, that's just like not you at all.
1: But I, I would say that most people that are in entertainment and like in that party circuit and so on and so forth, a lot of those people are very, very introverted. Mm. They're very much to themselves. But it's it's a switch, right? You're in a public space. You turn that switch. Boom. All right, I gotta be on. I gotta, I gotta make people feel comfortable. I gotta make people feel engaged. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, but it
0: doesn't mean that you like it. That's you, what I'm saying. Some people, some people, like I, I generally like being around like people. Me like, too. I'm not saying you don't like it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm just saying you like being around me.
1: Yeah, I like being around. That's you. it. But, but no, that's not. <laughs>
0: Is who is who's who's your best friend? Tiffany, 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 Tiffany.
1: Bullshit conversations.
0: No, I don't like stupid people either. Yeah,
1: but I I enjoy like having meeting new people, learning about them, getting to know them, mm. learning about their life, learning about where they come from. Mm. Like all of that shit is dope to me because I feel like when you have those deeper conversations with people, you're expanding your own world view and your own point of view and your own perspective. It's like that part is is oh,
0: yeah, that's cool,
1: yeah,
0: and that but I think t- t- to be clear, I think that you did an excellent job as a party promoter, and also I think you did an excellent we both did an excellent job maintaining a a, a serious relationship, even within that environment, because most people would have not been able to do that. Yeah. Because of what it required and what it entailed, as far as like being around other men, entertaining other men in that way, kind of like like I was talking about, sir, like navigating this space of being respectful, but then also being desirable at the same time, because that is what yeah. that's what helps it's, the it's brand.
1: Essentially, you're you're the ungettable get.
0: Yeah. Right. And that's what we had to do Yeah, all the
1: time. It's like, all right, well, yeah. All right. Closing up now.
0: Yeah, bye. Being real. <laughs> okay. You have a good night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Thanks for coming, but not really, huh. you know, no. kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, that was a really interesting. I thought that was interesting. So what do we think about... Erica Campbell's thoughts on masturbation. Did you hear about this? Who
1: is Erica Campbell?
0: Okay, so Erica Campbell is thoughts? one half of Mary Mary, who is a uh, Christian gospel group super popular.
1: Erica aka Mary.
0: Mm-hmm. She's one of the Marys from okay. Mary Mary. Is her middle and name Mary? She, no, her real name her is last Eric, name Mary. No, her real name is Erica Campbell, like I said. So where does Mary come from? From the Bible. So they called themselves Mary Mary.
1: Because of Maid Mary? Made Maryam? No, that's Robin Hood.
0: Right, what are you going with this? This You're clearly
1: a terrible Oh, Mary, person. Mother of Jesus? Right. <laughs> Wasn't there another Mary? Mary Mag- Magdalene? Magdalene?
0: I, I doubt that was the one they were naming their group after.
1: Because she was a whore? Right. Even though
0: Jesus was but not. But she was a
1: reformed whore. But Jesus and was. Jesus was accepting of everybody. Because
0: he's not a hater.
1: Yeah. Jesus hung out with everybody. So, like, maybe one of them is Mary Magdalene. Jesus of them
0: is hung Mary. out with all the hood niggas.
1: Yo, what's really crazy is, like, Yo, how was there a chick named Mary in 100 B.C. fucking Jerusalem? Like, where did Mary come from?
0: I don't know. Is it mind blown?
1: Yeah, so like Mary Mary. Maybe her name was Miriam. That's also not
0: a Muslim name. No? No. But why does it have to be Muslim? Why does it have to be Muslim? Miriam is a Jewish name. Miriam Jewish There's a lot of Jewish people named Miriam
1: Yes off of like this whole Mary shit That came from England
0: So maybe it's Miriam I don't know I mean to be clear The Bible has been written more than three times So Probably 300 Maybe somewhere in translation
1: (laughs) You know know from from old old
0: old 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 Hebrew This is hard to pronounce Let's just name her Mary Mary. Damn it Mary Okay everybody will get that Anyway Mary 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 um, she went on the breakfast club because she has a book coming out and, um, she, she went on
1: a secular platform. Of course. Bec- How could she?
0: Because she's trying to save souls. Nigga, like that's where all the heathens at. Come on. She got to bring them to the Lord. Like, who are you talking and about? She about? has to
1: go talk to see the God. That,
0: <laughs> right. So she can help them see God because they ain't over there living right. And she told them that. So she went she, on. Did she s- tell
1: them that he was blasphemous for his name? No. Okay.
0: She she went on a Breakfast Club and they were I don't know why they got on the it was kind of odd to get on a conversation with a woman who is um, making her money in the God space to ask her about masturbation. Well, her her thought Ooh, was time. DJ Mv. Okay. Her thought was is that um, masturbation is not pure. Sorry, I'm not sure. We know, Alexa,
1: girl, stop. Yeah, this like, has nothing to do with you
0: For real Like shut up like, girl
1: Masturbation
0: Yeah What is that And then she goes I don't know too much about that <laughs> Yes you do Yes you do Shut up Oh nasty soul And we were talking about All these different subjects But now all of a sudden Your ears are ringing I'm
1: curious though Alexa what is masturbation The non-masturbation Is usually defined as The stimulation or manipulation Of one's own genitals Especially to orgasm Sexual self-gratification Ooh, sexual self-gratification.
0: Uh, anyway, Masturbation. So... <laughs> first of we, all. We just
1: going to act like that wasn't a punch?
0: No, first of all.
1: Chip so was trying to come in and act like we ain't just punch. First of all. Yo, we punched
0: y'all. Uh... I, I mean, it was fine. But she said that masturbation makes sex cheap. And no. it's not and it's not pure. And she said that things, everything is over sexualized. She said, you can't even watch uh, a, a sandwich commercial without seeing a pair of boobs. And God is watching. So what have what have we learned about her what do, or what do we think about her take on masturbation? What do we think? or What do I think? What do you think? I think she's wrong. That's why I went. I think I think that the church has an unnatural relationship with sex.
1: Mm, that's probably a whole podcast on I what do, I, and think I think about they're the there's fixation, And I
0: think the, the and it's not just Christianity either. So no, it's, before, it's, it's before organized people, religion. Before Christians come on my podcast talking oh, we about... We are going
1: to talk about fucking forgiveness and yeah, all that shit with we, Amber... We'll do we'll,
0: we'll, we'll it good. another time or, or we'll touch on it because we don't really have a lot of time. But I'm just telling you this. I think we need to stop fixating on trying to like... I don't know. Suppress people's natural urges, like suppressing. But they're
1: not natural urges because they're against God.
0: First of all, God made my, Ooh. but God made my vagina, and He made it work in the way that it does. Like if, if, we that, don't, if we don't, that
1: we really don't want to get into if, my, that, my if, that's, if that's, theories
0: but I'm on just saying God. I'm just saying if God is responsible for all living things and all things, then He and He is the like. I don't know, painter and an orchestrator of all things human, then he's the one who put the go button on my vagina.
1: The go button?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, it's not a mistake that God gave me a go button, okay? It's not a mistake that guys have a shaft that is meant to be stroked. It's not a mistake, okay? And you find that out early on. Like, horniness and masturbation and self-pleasuring and... Um, sex, and, sex in general is natural and the only way it becomes unnatural in my opinion is if it is stopping you from doing the things that you need to do like you can't move forward without doing this thing yeah, and I think so, that, and that so I,
1: I, I, I do believe that there is like a such thing as unhealthy addictions and unhealthy But that's what I was saying. It's unhealthy
0: behavior, mm. but it's not un- to label masturbation to be yeah, put it all something in one bucket. like not pure. Like, so what she's saying is, okay, so like in my mind, and I'm not trying to be funny or anything. So like Mary, like Mary, Mary, we all have a God. Well, if you got some good dick, you're all having a God experience. Like, yeah, God must be in the room because um, you're it's a saving moment. And So I'm thinking like And sometimes during sex People masturbate Like with the person there So Mm -hmm. like I don't get how So is is it unnatural Because you're by yourself
1: I don't know What the fuck she's talking about I
0: don't either And I'm like We could have a whole Like if you're really interested In that guys We could have a whole Pod about masturbation But I thought she was wild for that I
1: I don't think anybody's interested In like a whole pod About masturbation I mean they might
0: be interested In a sex podcast
1: Sex podcast is different from, like but I feel like,
0: but I feel like if we did a sex podcast, we would need another married couple to do it. Uh, Someone willing, to, another to just get who would, not necessarily just to get another opinion, because we true. can only comment on our sex life. Can't comment on other people's sex life.
1: Well, I mean, like that's that's what they're here for. They're here for our
0: comments on our sex life. I don't think they're here for that. <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, I don't know. Are you guys here for that? Are you here for like commenting on our sex life? I don't know. But yeah, I thought that was really part, weird. I thought that was really weird. And I don't think that people should be shamed because Mary, they, Mary, they like to have you could fuck the fuck off because you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, or and I don't
1: give a fuck how old. She I mean,
0: is. I mean, I guess if it's I mean, or you can end up in a marriage where you need to share an Instagram. <laughs> is I don't that what know. she's in? No, she's not yet. Her sister okay. is. Is she married? Yeah, both of them are married.
1: Okay, so Mary, Mary's married.
0: Yeah, both both Marys are married. Yeah, one is married to a guy who didn't cheat, and one is married to a guy who did. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I mean, I I guess my thoughts on it are: it's like do whatever the fuck makes you happy, and fuck what everybody else is talking about.
0: And why is and why is your masturbation anybody's business? It's not like I don't need and you. It, does,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't take away or detract from the purity and the sanctity. First of all, marriage is not pure or sanctified. No,
0: people get married so they can do all the freaky fuck shit that they wanted to do when they were single, people but feel get okay married about because it
1: because they find people that reflect they're so No, I'm talking about them. an
0: organized religion. People get married in organized religion so they can feel better about their nasty sex life. Some of the most freaky ass people are the same people going to altar call with you. They're doing nasty <laughs> shit. They're spitting on dicks. They're rubbing vaginas. They're doing all of that shit, but they're doing it in the name of God. Under the That's covenant. what they're doing. My, my
1: point about it is, it's like...
0: Sorry, guys. That was graphic.
1: Live your life... Like, live your life, enjoy your life, be with the people that make you feel your best self. And sometimes that's you. Sometimes it's your own (laughs) self. Sometimes you feel your best self while you're with yourself. But I'm
0: like, I think masturbation is a time of self-discovery because now you know that, like, oh, okay, there's a feeling I'm supposed to have.
1: Yeah. And And, and sometimes you're like, you know what? I don't want to do all of the—I don't want to have sex. Sex is sex. Like, I I love sex. But sex is— Sex, yeah, it's involved. It is. You know, you have to consider your partner. You do. When I masturbate, I don't have to consider anybody. No, you just it's do it. all me. Yeah, Yo,
0: to yourself. Yeah,
1: right now, all me. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and the it's, me show, and
0: I'm sure it's like really great too for guys who masturbate in the shower because there's no cleanup.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would See? imagine so.
0: I don't know. I, I've never had a dick before, so I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, a lot there's of, never, there's never any cleanup. It's a lot of, it's a lot of arm work. Um, you know, your arm can get, like, if you're not, like, well-exercised. I mean, you're quite ripped up there. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, it's a lot of arm work. And it's
0: okay, next subject. So so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm
1: just, I'm just the commenting last, on the amount of arm work that's involved.
0: The last subject that we're going to get into today. Is
1: it the last subject?
0: Yes, it's the last one. Let's talk about Amanda Sills. Don't I was trying feel, to, Don't you feel sad? I know.
1: The listener. Like, you feel sad when we're like, all right, we're wrapping up. You're like, what?
0: shit. I mean, but they. I mean, from from the people who listen to us, they say they said that is such an easy listen that they yeah. ne- they never expect when it's going to end, yeah, which but, is really good.
1: But I mean, they're like. I wish you could talk forever.
0: No, I don't want to talk forever. So listen, <laughs> Amanda <laughs> Sills and this Black Hollywood Emmy party. Do you know anything about it? I
1: don't. Okay, black so Black Hollywood. What is a Black Hollywood? Okay, so Emmy let me party? let me give you. I know who Amanda Seals is. Okay, I, so I so let a, a, me give a you the series. backstory.
0: So there was a Black there was a Black Hollywood Emmy party that Amanda Sills was invited to, um, back maybe a month ago or whatever. When and the Emmys were yeah when enemies worse so she was invited there and what happened was when she got to the party she was invited by Jesse Williams. you guys know Jesse My Williams is right okay My so she was invited by Jesse Williams and um what ended up happening was she got there and she was refused by the door person. They would not let her in the party so she goes on her instagram and she goes yo i was invited to this black Hollywood, you know black in hollywood twitter and um you know they did i mean black on hollywood twitter black on a hollywood emmy party and they did not let me in so she was having like this meltdown moment and then but, she said uh, it was a,
1: angela seals
0: and amanda, amanda seals, seals
1: was invited to a black hollywood emmy party right and then was not allowed in
0: right So, she wasn't allowed in, and the person who told her couldn't come in was this woman at the door who happened to be white. So, this white woman did not allow her into the party. So, she went on her social media, and she started going off saying that this person didn't want her in the party. Mm. And she's like, she doesn't understand because she was personally invited to this party. Yes, by Jesse Williams. By Jesse Williams. So, what ended up happening was... Um, according to the story that I, I read on Madame Noir, is that Janet Jackson? Madame Noir is still around? Yeah. Okay. So Janet Jackson's manager ended up getting Amanda Seals into this party. However, she was in the party, but then maybe 15 minutes after being there was ejected from the party. But at this point, she was ejected from the party by Issa Rae's publicist, who was the one who organized the event.
1: But isn't she on Issa Rae's show?
0: Okay, this is where it gets. This is where I said, just let me get it out because we don't have much time. So, Issa Rae's publicist does not like Amanda Seals, and Amanda Seals does not like Issa Rae's publicist. Okay. So, Issa Rae's publicist had told security to escort her out of the party. She was then escorted out of the party. She starts complaining on her Instagram and um she said i can't believe i was out of this party i was invited to it anders. so then she tried to contact Issa Rae. and she was like yo like we really need to you know squash this situation you know here i am invited to this hollywood this black and hollywood party mm-hmm. and you know this is your publicist and i don't understand why we can't just put these things aside and um you know continue on um accably
1: Amicably. I mean,
0: amicably, God Lord, mm-hmm. and um, she Issa Rae told her, "Well, you know, I don't, you know, that's that's on y'all, and I I really can't get involved with that, and I can't tell her who she could have, who she can and cannot have her own party." Mm-hmm. And then she left it at that. Issa said that. That's what this is. This is all allegedly, by yeah. the way. Okay. So then Twitter, like a couple days ago, on Twitter they start ripping Amanda Seals. A new asshole. It was like, oh, Amanda Sills is a bitch. She's not a very friendly person, um, you know. And it was and just, by just day,
1: who do you
0: mean? Just people talking on Twitter, okay. like people who've engaged with her in the industry, calling her a mean person. She's terrible. Um, she doesn't get along with other people. She's rude, and all of them started sharing like these uh, moments that you know they had or these run-ins that they had with Amanda Sills. So the question is. Was Amanda Sills wrong for showing up to this party knowing that the organizer was initially Issa Rae's publicist, or was Issa Rae wrong for not injecting or not interjecting, or was the publicist wrong for allowing people to have plus ones but not alerting them that she that specific plus ones were not invited? What do you think? Where are we going?
1: Um. So. The question is, is Amanda Seals wrong for attending this party? Did she know that it was thrown by Easter Race publicist?
0: That part is still unclear, but I think that if she did and she was still invited by Jesse Williams, mm-hmm. why would you allow Jesse Williams to extend an invite? to someone who you wouldn't want in but the Je- building. But
1: Jesse Williams probably w- didn't know who...
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, like, like I, I feel like... I
1: mean, like, all of that shit is, like, catty bullshit. That's what uh, I honestly, feel like. That's, that's what it sounds like. It sounds mm-hmm. like it's a whole bunch of bullshit.
0: So what do we think about Issa's, Issa Rae's role in it?
1: Um, I feel like if that's what Issa Rae did, then that's, that's not the correct route. Like you're charged because you're someone that knows both of these people and I assume has a good relationship with both of these people mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to facilitate communication that mm-hmm. don't mean you got to be in the middle of all of their bullshit mm-hmm. but it's like oh, come on my nigga like, like yo this is this my publicist I fuck with her I fuck with you 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 my my co-star You my employee, essentially. Yeah, essentially employee. I I say co-star because they share screen time together, but that's Issa Rae's show, right? Right. She's still on the show. Um, So I think that there is a little, like there's a smidgen of accountability on Issa's part Mm -hmm. to like mend that gap or or, or build that bridge. But I don't know what this strife is. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what caused that. So and and I'm sure he says, uh, I mean, Issa's probably way more privy to like, uh, well, you know, you did X, Y, Z. So that's why I'm staying the fuck out of your business, because, right. you know, whatever, whatever the situation is. Um, so I don't necessarily want to put that on her shoulders. I think that the primary people that need to be accountable in that situation are Amanda Seals and this unnamed publicist, because her That's name is Kiara. Kiara. So, her and Kiara need to, like, because you're both black women in the entertainment industry, and it's already hard enough for black people as a whole. There's already a whole separate black Hollywood from Hollywood. Like, put all that shit, that bullshit, to the side, and figure your shit out. Like, y'all, y'all both doing a thing. Like, your public you know, your publicist for. Issa Rae, Issa Rae is a big deal in Hollywood. Um, And Amanda Seals, like you got your stand up show and you like you go state to state and you're like you're doing your own thing. It's like collaboration over competition. Mm -hmm. Like get like put your shit to the side. Right. Fuck all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like like, there's a lot of people that I, I engage with and I work with. I don't necessarily fuck with you. But, like, like yo, we are we're, we're trying to accomplish something greater than whatever this minor petty shit is. Um, and I don't really give a fuck what the issue is. It's petty and it's minor and they need to move past that shit. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is, honestly.
0: Want to know my opinion?
1: Sure, sure. Oh, okay.
0: Great. So here's my well, you opinion. Ask,
1: you asked me mine, so.
0: Yeah, so here's my opinion. One, I feel that it's slightly suspicious that Jesse Williams was not aware, being that this woman is in such close proximity to the show Insecure and to Issa Rae and the people that Issa Rae specifically works with to not advise other people because that Black Hollywood circle, that young Black Hollywood circle, which is, is super small. So for you not to facilitate to somebody that you didn't want that other person there seems a little catty to me and it seems like it was a setup for her to go there for you to turn her away that's number one which is disgusting sorry disgusting secondly when Issa Rae was alerted that this was happening I feel like it's the brand over everything I don't give a fuck what y'all problem is when y'all both you my publicist though that means you connected to me you my employee, which means you connected to me. Well, both of and are
1: essentially.
0: No, right, essentially, both of y'all work for me. So what which, which, which work happens with
1: her or what, engage with her? Or- no, nope,
0: not in this instance, because you're fucking with my brand now. You're fucking with my money. Both of y'all work with me, and this shit is on. Like this shit is going to the blogs. I don't have time for that. Either you invite her in that party, or you don't. You you create a situation where this this exchange doesn't happen. Because yeah. I don't need people... who she could
1: come in the party. You don't got to interact with... You don't got to be up in her face.
0: No, no. Even if she didn't want her there. You create a situation where this exchange doesn't happen. Because what's going to happen is they're going to drag me into this shit. They don't got nothing to do with me. hmm So, the insecure is the brand. Yeah. The the the, the black lady uh, sketch show is the brand. Issa Rae is the brand. Issa Rae don't got time to be in y'all bullshit. Yeah. And what's going to happen is they don't give a shit that Amanda Seals can't get into the party. They're going to give a shit that the publicist who threw her out was working for me. Because they don't, you know, like you said, Amanda Seals is her co-star. So they're looking like, you know, like we work alongside each other and the publicist is more of a direct employee. So they're going to bring me up. Yeah. No, think about the brand. I don't care if you don't like Amanda Seals. She's my employee. If she's she, still on the show. She's still on the show. And we need to we need to show a united front for the brand. Even if I don't like her, which, in my opinion, here's another one. You can take her to leave it. Amanda Seals has had multiple things happen during the off season of Insecure. And I only see one cast member from that show actually come out and support her in her off season um endeavors. She has her small dosage show. She has her book coming out, small dosage. She just had the IB No One special on. None of those cast members, except for one, shared her, uh, success. Stand, her success or her stand up special. Only one. Cool. The only time, oh, the guy who plays her husband on the show. Okay. Because they have a friendship. So that was kind of weird to me, too. I was like, do they not get along with you on set? And, like, you know, it's kind of like a situation where we kind of like, we're dealing with one another because we work with one another but we don't necessarily like if we weren't doing this show I wouldn't talk to you at all that kind of thing so, so I don't know if the bonds are strong and I'm not saying that your bonds got to be strong with everybody you work with but at least strong enough to say yo she's doing good things I want to support that and, and post it on my Instagram but they didn't do that but yeah when need uh, um
1: to put our bullshit to the side and fucking
0: like get on with the shits and you know what else is crazy They support each other so Issa Rae is the executive producer for the Black Lady Sketch Show okay there have been multiple cast members from Insecure on that show already guess who has not been on the show Amanda Sills and I'm like I know that for a reason. Like, there must be something. And I'm not saying Amanda Steel's an asshole and she does bad things. I'm not saying that at all. But there has to be something.
1: Everybody that, ain't for everybody.
0: Right. And that's what she said. And I agree with that. I agree with that.
1: But like, I, you don't, you don't got to like, you don't got to fucking like me. But like. Like, you see what the fuck I'm doing. Like, you see support my Support it. Yeah, support me. That's it. Like, you don't got to fucking, like, come to my house and fucking bring flowers and, and, and or any right. of that shit. Right, no, like,
0: but just support. I mean, I don't... And I, I only see... And to be 100%, the only person that I see... Issa Ray support outside of the show is Yvonne um OG. OG. Yeah. And I believe that's because Yvonne OG supports her. Every time Issa do something, she'd be like, yo, shout out to Issa Ray, she's doing this, blah, 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 And I think and it's they, kinda they're, like they're
1: genuinely like very close. They're from friends. What I understand. Yes. Yeah, they're
0: like a friend. Yeah. Friend. Like they have a friendship. Yeah. But I don't believe that there's a real friendship there between Amanda and the rest of the girls on that show. I
1: that's, don't that's 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 tough. That's tough and that's sad. Um I, I don't
0: see th- I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't. But I don't like like that's, that's fucked up.
0: And I don't know why someone would invite you. Like I don't know why someone wouldn't. If you had that disdain for them, why that wouldn't? Because the circles are so small that that wouldn't be a caveat to other people that you've invited. Like, please don't bring this person. We don't have that level of relationship. I know that you you're saying you want to bring a plus one, but I would prefer that this person not show.
1: That's not how like those parties. Like, it's, it's still a party at the end of the day. It's like Yo, it you is bring, a party. Yeah, it's like but I'm bring, just saying. You but you it's you her. Like who the, you bring who the fuck you want, and like you, you should not have a list at the door of these people can't get in. That's crazy.
0: No, they no. It's not that they couldn't get in. She just didn't put her name on the list. So it's kind of the same thing.
1: So oh, so you're saying Jesse said, "Hey, add Amanda Seals to the list." Amanda Seals got to the door, and they were like, "Nah." Yes. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, he, he invited that's her. That's
1: crazy. That's petty.
0: Yeah, that, He invited her to that party. And that's yeah. why I was saying. like and People were saying on Twitter, I was like, but why would Amanda Seals go to a party that she wasn't invited to? Yeah, Reg- Regardless of like how, like whatever beef they got. Like I'm not going, like if I know I don't really and F it, with somebody and you have, like that. I'm
1: dragging poor, poor Jesse down in the middle of your shit. Well, so he what the should, fuck he got to do with
0: it? Nothing. She was like Jesse Owens. You know, Jesse Owens. blah. Well, lot? Jesse Williams invited me to this party. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I wouldn't have been here for any other reason. So, yeah. it was crazy. So, now they're, like, all dragging her, like, hard as hell on Twitter, saying that she's a bitch and she's a terrible person. Regardless and of
1: how you feel about her, everybody is not for everybody.
0: Right. She's not. She doesn't have to be palatable for you. Yeah.
1: And, and like but she, She's herself. She's doing her. And that's it. She's got people that fuck with her, I'm sure. And of course she does. She has does. a fan base that fucks with her. Oh, of course like, she does. Like, that's it. Like, and, I
0: mean, and don't get me wrong. Like, I like Amanda Hills too. But I do think that there's a lot of things that Amanda Sills says and does that's problematic. But again, as as. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, but there's OK. But I'm just saying as in that in that in that space, there's a lot of things she, that she says and does that's problematic. And there's a lot of like, like, there's, a, there's a lot of things like her reactions to certain things are problematic. Like she feels like she has to address everything. And I wouldn't have even felt that I needed to address this. But she felt she had to address it because everybody was saying how terrible the person she was. And I feel like if you know that about you, there's just a way. I mean, I mean, Amanda, I've 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 known Amanda Seals in this in this area since I was a child. Like I grew up watching her on my brother and me. So, like, that's how long,
1: you know, But there, there, there's a genius in that as well. It's like, yeah, you don't have to address everything. But by addressing this particular thing it brings her name back to the center of the conversation. Oh, of, of course it does. And of it course it does. There's
0: into, actually... There's into the
1: spotlight. So like yeah, there's, there's, for there's sure. a benefit to her choosing...
0: To address it, yeah. ...selectively. But I, you, I don't know
1: if she necessarily addresses every single thing, but it's she, like, all right, this is something that's important to her. She addresses at a lot. of time, elevates her brand.
0: She addresses a lot. Does
1: she address? Do you feel that she addresses things that do not add to her brand or do not bring her into the conversation?
0: I think she addresses things specifically that are in the blogs, like okay. about her.
1: Okay,
0: um, and this is something that mm-hmm. is that fits that criteria. Yo, but Amanda, I don't,
1: like fuck what they talk about. Like you I do mean, like
0: throw your own party. You,
1: shit. you smart, funny, and black. You already doing your own shit. Yeah, like, fuck it. Yeah, like keep keep pushing.
0: Everybody don't gotta like you. And, and I mean, and that's what she said, and I respected that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is episode 29, and we'll be back for episode 30 next week. I really wanted to get into that. Um, we
1: don't have enough whole, time. That whole Amber, like, that was that was some shit, but we'll, yeah, have we'll, time. We'll, we'll talk about it.
0: We'll talk about it. Like, we'll touch on it a little bit next week.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it won't feel stale because we're not stale.
0: No, we're not stale. So we'll talk anyway, about it next
1: week. We fuck with y'all you know what it is.
0: All right. This is Bonzo Band Podcast. This is Girl Jersey and Jay. You can find us on Instagram, like I said, at the top of the show. We'll see you guys next week. You just going to rush through that? Yep. This is episode 29. I've already said it.
1: It's been real.
0: Okay, bye. One. All right, bye. One.